Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, CH Insurance, Bonnet Sales and Service, and our awesome friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Make sure you go with Brian today. Tax-efficient retirement planning at advisors.massmutual.com. Brian Conboy is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. So this is a podcast that's you know, dedicated to <clears throat> Connor Bedard and kind of the early look at what this youngster has brought to the table. Um, you know, first of all, I thought that the first game, you know, I, I heard a lot of people say, well, you know, it should be Connor versus Connor and, uh, you know, have McDavid against, you know, Bedard and all the rest of it. But I kind of liked how they set it up. I kind of liked the Sidney Crosby factor, you know, the fact that Connor Bedard, you know, grew up idolizing Sidney Crosby. And Crosby is sort of the last. I mean, Gretzky is kind of so far removed from the game. He's the greatest player of all time. But as far as like the hype train and, you know, the expectations and all that, Gretzky came into the league in a different era where, you know, there wasn't, you know, internet age and social media age and a million different channels to watch the games on. Gretzky, the pressure was the same. Don't get me wrong in terms of like what people expected of him and and how good he was as a youngster. But in terms of the coverage of the league, it isn't even close. Nothing's as close as it is now. I mean, it's just, there's so much going on. So people are on their phones all the time. Everybody at a game has a camera on their phone. Um, you know, social media, internet, right? The social digital age is just a wild deal. So Connor McDavid came into the league, <clears throat> but it was already bonanza, you know, in that department as well. Sidney Crosby, I feel like a lot of the social stuff was kind of still in a lot of the infancy, right? Like the early stages. So the modern part of how the game is covered. And I mean, modern in the sense that, you know, Crosby's been in the league, you know, whatever, 20, I guess, what, 18, 18, 17 years now ish. Um, you know, he comes in the league, him and Ovechkin sort of thing. And, um, you know, way back then I say way back then, but it kind of does feel like way back then, you know, Crosby is the first overall pick in the 2005 draft. Um, you know, so Oh five, six is his first season. And so when you take all of those years, you know, together, you know, and, and you look at it that way, um, that was kind of like the beginning of really the the, the boom that would be social media, um, you know, and for the fact that the fact that uh, uh, Bedard is, you know, uh, just idolizes this guy, Sidney um, Crosby, I thought it made sense because Connor Bedard now can kind of, you know, go into the league with similar, you know, expectations with the way we cover the game is what I'm trying to say, like the, the modern media coverage of the game between the social and digital aspects and, you know, million uh, uh, channels and, um, you know, uh, uh, gosh, I mean, you know, NHL Network and um, everything, you know, that goes, I mean, they, they've had Hockey Night in Canada for a while, but like NHL Network is new and then you have like all these different plus channels now. You have ESPN Plus, you have a million ways to watch hockey games. You can just get the NHL app and watch them on there. So I thought it was good from the coverage standpoint, you know, the modern media with the expectations and all that and, and, and how people you know, really boost players up and, and expect a lot more out of them because of social media and all those different things that go on because Sydney kind of came in at the beginning <clears throat> and now it's just, you know, it's banana, b- banana land at this particular point. Um, Connor McDavid, you know, would have been cool. Connor and Connor, blah, blah, blah. You can market that. 
Um, but I thought this was really good. I, I, I thought this was a perfect way to do it with Penguins and Blackhawks, um, you know, and, and Connor Bedard looking up to Sidney Crosby and all the rest, both of those guys, you know, taking the face off, which was so cool. The referee was really, uh, I mean, look, he hit it out of the park, right? Like Sidney, welcome back, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then, Hey, Connor, welcome to the, to the national hockey league. Let's have a great game. And boom, you know, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but I thought it was a really uh, special moment for the league. Um, and, you know, it, it was an awesome game, right? And 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 the Blackhawks, you know, I kind of like what the Blackhawks have done. Uh, they they not only draft Connor Bedard number one, but they went out and got a lot of help for him. Uh, they built around him so that, you know, he's not going into a situation like, let's say, Bryce Young with the Carolina Panthers where you look around and there's just nothing there, right? Um, you know, you look around the Chicago Blackhawk roster and there are really good players. There are veteran players. You know, you have a guy in Taylor Hall who I just thought that signing was unbelievable. I thought it was tremendous because 13 years ago, Taylor Hall was the number one overall pick and had banana land expectations when he was drafted by the Edmonton Oilers, right? I mean, I I think all hockey fans can remember how good this guy was coming into the league. And uh, I I would tell you that he probably hasn't exceeded some of those expectations, right? I mean, he does have 430 goals and 694 points, but most number one picks are projected to be you know, expectation-wise, a Hall of Famer, and Taylor Hall is not that. Um, now, he has some time left, but 13 years to go, he's really got to play some catch-up to, to, to get there. I mean, he'd have to at least probably get 1,000 points. Um, there, there'd have to be a lot of things that fall his way. Uh, now, he can, though, in that Blackhawk locker room, guide Bedard through everything. Now, I don't think Connor Bedard's going to need a lot of help from the standpoint of talking to the media. <laughs> he's that good. Uh, you know, he's a great, great player. Uh, but Taylor Hall can help him with experiences. Maybe, you know, halfway through the season, he starts to get tired of the travel or whatever else. Taylor Hall can help with that. Maybe the expectations are wearing on him. Um, maybe the media is getting on him when he doesn't score in six or seven straight games. So those are the things that Taylor Hall can help with as a number one pick. I also like what they did, you know, elsewhere. Um, you know, you bring in a, a Corey Perry, you know, a veteran player there who's 38 years old, who is a right winger who can play on multiple lines and kill penalties and, and help the youngster out. You know, he's 20 years older. Uh, you bring in a Nick Felino as well, you know, who's 35 years old. So they really did a nice job bringing guys in and surrounding him. But Connor Bedard has the look. And I'm going to get to that coming up next here on the ML Sports Bladder, all brought to you by Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Ken's Auto Detailing, Rosie's Corner, and our awesome friend Trey Walewski of Under Armour Golf. Hey, folks, make sure you buy Under Armour Golf and other apparel from Trey directly and get your gear for wholesale. That's right. No middleman markup with Trey. Under Armour is the best stuff. In fact, I'm wearing a quarter zip right now. It's so comfortable. Email Sales at gmail.com. That's Sales at gmail.com. And of course, no middleman, gear for wholesale, and you can get all of your Under Armour gear directly from my man, Trey Walewski. Trey Walewski of Under Armour Golf is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. As I said previously, Connor Bedard, he's got the look. I'm going to tell you what that really means compared to some other players I've seen in person when you just kind of know that they're going to be great. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices. That coming up next. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, man, do I have the best deal for you. How about going with my friends at Bet Online? This is one of the busiest times of year. College football, NFL, hockey is starting, NBA upcoming, baseball playoffs soon as well. Plus, hey, the Ryder Cup so you can lay some money down 
on Team USA as well. 50% off your welcome bonus today with Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag. That's betonline.ag. It's a 50% bonus up to $1,000 with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. B L E A V. Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is the website. BetOnline, where the game starts. Fall is simply football season, and fans across the country are hoping that preseason hype leads to postseason success. In the NFL, we'll see if early Super Bowl favorites like the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and Bills can hold off up-and-comers. And college football fans are wondering if Georgia will make it a three-peat or if top-ranked challengers like Michigan or Florida State can take home the national championship trophy. The college football and NFL seasons are defined by big plays, injuries, and coaching decisions. As a football fan, I also want to hear about the behind-the-scenes and off-field stories that shape the season. The football interviews and topics you hear on the ML Sports Platter are shaped by lessons learned at St. Bonaventure University. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism at St. Bonnie equips reporters and hosts for digital storytelling across the sports world. Students learn how to tell compelling stories through digital and traditional platforms. They are also encouraged to envision the future of sports journalism with their capstone projects. This 100% online degree builds on decades of academic excellence, and I'm a proud Bonnie, and I can tell you that you can join me in a growing list of notable graduates, including the New York Post Mike Vaccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. In fact, you'll hear from an accomplished alum or industry expert during video masterclasses in each course. Contact an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com today to learn more about the online Master of Sports Journalism. That's sbujournalism.com. All right, back with you here on the ML Sports Platter. It's all brought to you by Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, Rosie's Corner, and Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. So as I teased early in the show, Connor Medard, he just has that look. And what do I mean by that? Sometimes when you go look at someone, you know, you go see someone play a phenom, you can just kind of tell by the way they carry themselves. And you may know mm, a lot or just a little about this person. Um, you know, for example, Bryce Harper, right? Guy's on the big stage right away, you know, out west. He's a teenager on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, people are anointing him as, you know, well, a left-handed type power guy, like a, you know, Mickey Mantle type power. Was it what you, we all read about, right? Um, all of those things just add so much hype to, you know, a guy and so much pressure, right? And But this is how it was, <clears throat> you know, for Bryce Harper. All the way back to his days, you know, in Nevada, in Little League. Um, you know, just the guy's going to be able to do incredible things. And this was in 1992. Again, pre-social media, pre-everything. But Bryce Harper has played all the way through into 2000. Um, I, sh- I say 92, that was when he was born. But, you know, when he came up with the Syracuse Chiefs, uh, I covered him. And, and that's how it kind of was, you know, that 2000, you know, 12-ish uh, t- type of time. Uh, and and social media was uh, w- was already a going banana land, right? I mean, it was already, you know, ablaze. Twitter was going crazy. And, uh, you know, we already had tons of things and MLB Network and tons of ways to watch games and uh, just insane, insane, insane expectations for this guy. And, and he's exceeded them, is what it is. He hasn't met them. I, I think he's probably exceeded them. And I covered him in Syracuse. 
I remember uh, when he got drafted and he eventually came to the Chiefs in 2012 and he only played, um, how many games did he play with the Chiefs? 21 games. That was it. You know, that was it. He ended up doing some rehab assignments later on, but he did them with, you know, double A or A, uh, uh, high A. Uh, that, that was pretty much it. But with the Syracuse Chiefs, he played in 21 games. And he had a homer, you know, three RBI. But you could see, you know, he and he had a two forty three batting average. Statistically, he didn't go crazy, um, you know, but they called him up at the right time. And for the Nationals, he was absolutely awesome his first year, you know. And um, when you look at his career now and, and you look at the 13-year deal that he signed with the Phillies and you look at the resume that he's put together, he's a two-time NL MVP. Uh, he was criticized remember by Washington national fans like, Oh, well, you know, we get rid of Bryce Harper. He didn't want to be here and look at, look at us. We won a world series. We didn't need him anyway. Well, the Philadelphia Phillies appear to be the sustainable franchise and the nationals are in the basement right now. And Bryce Harper was never the problem with the nationals. Uh, there were, there were a couple of times in the postseason where maybe he didn't get a key hit, but nobody got a key hit for the nationals before they, they won it all. And frankly, uh, <clears throat> you know, him signing in the off season, you know, for 13 years um, after that 2018 campaign, you know, whatever. I mean, it, you know, he, he found a home, he signed a 13-year deal, and he's, as I record this, he's on the verge of, you know, playing in, in, in the NLCS and possibly, you know, the World Series as well. But he's won, I mean, if you don't think he's clutch, you're crazy. I mean, he's already he's already won two NL MVPs, and he's probably going to win another one against the Braves. I mean, it, it could be three NLCS, uh, uh, you know, MVP. Or, well, he's won two, two NL MVPs, but he's won an NLCS MVP. So this would be his second NLCS MVP. So now you'd have two of those and two uh, MVPs, uh, you know, he won Rookie of the Year. He's got a couple silver sluggers. He's made the All-Star team seven times. But what I remember with Bryce Harper, who, by the way, has 1,500 hits already, 300-plus homers, and 800. He's almost got 900 home runs and a 281 batting average. What do those numbers kind of add up to? They add up to Cooperstown. They, you know, they add up to a Hall of Fame career. And he's still got plenty of, of baseball left. I mean, he's 30 years old. Feels like he's been in the league forever, but he's only been in the league, uh, you know, well, it, it feels like he's been in the league. Yeah, it does feel like he's, it, it, you know what? It feels like both, right? It feels like he's been in the league forever because he has 12 years. And then it feels like he's just been in it for a few years when you look at his age. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of both. Um, you know, it's like when you, you have those big uh, events in life, right? Like weddings or whatever the case may be. It, 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 it takes so long to get up to uh, the point of uh, that event. And then it goes by super, super fast. And then, you know, years later, sometimes it feels like yesterday. And then other times it feels like a million miles away, right? Like college graduation, high school graduation, you know, your, your first dog, uh, your first kid, whatever it might be. Uh, but, but, but what I remember covering Bryce in Syracuse was first time I got to the ballpark, <clears throat> my man, Jason Benetti, who's now uh, you know, a TV voice for the, 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 the White Sox and doing unbelievable stuff in, in the broadcasting industry. Uh, I remember, you know, it, there was a long kind of conga line of media people who wanted to talk to Bryce, and I was fortunate enough to be at the front of that line. And I interviewed him for four or five minutes, and that interview is still up on pinstripepassion.com if you want to listen to it from years back and in 2012. That's 11 years ago I interviewed him. And I could just notice that there was this really, really great, confidence to this guy and there was a look to him and the way he carried himself and sometimes Bryce Harper through the years has rubbed people the wrong way but he didn't rub me the wrong way at all Um, there was a certain walk to him a certain um, like I said confidence a certain 
feeling that he was going to do amazing things. And I remember watching him in the on-deck circle and just the way he was warming up with, you know, that ring weight thing with the bats and just going around and doing his exercises and the way he, you know, went up to the plate and the black eye, the, the, the black stuff under the eyes. You could just tell. And I think that there is a lot of that in Connor Bedard. I think the look of this guy, you can just tell at 18 years old that he's just got it. You know, the way he talks to the media, the way he moves on the ice, uh, his unbelievable, unbelievable wrists. I mean, his forearms and his wrists are so strong. And he, you know, got an assist in his first game against Pittsburgh. He got his first goal in a loss against Boston. Chicago starting the year one and one, of course. I think that's pretty good. If you're a Blackhawk fan, I think you can't really ask for anything more. You open up with Pittsburgh and, and Boston, which, you know, that's... Two games right there out of the shoot for a Blackhawk team that will not make the playoffs. Uh, it's an awfully hard, you know, way to start the season. In fact, they start the season with five road games. They've got to go at Pitt, at Boston, and then a Canadian tour at Montreal, at Toronto, and then they go at Colorado. So, <clears throat> you know, that's as hard as it gets. And then you go home, and your schedule is brutal as well. I, I, I hate the way they've scheduled some of these things in the NHL, you know, you got Vegas at home, Boston at home, then you have to go at Vegas, at Arizona. I, you know, I feel like you could do a little bit better of a job uh, in that regard the first couple of weeks of the season, especially for, you know, a guy who you're, you're kind of anointing as the next thing, you know, to Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid in terms of Connor Bedard. But you can just kind of tell, you know, you, you watch him carry himself on the ice, you watch him in space, you watch him share the puck with teammates, you listen to him talk to the media. Um, you know, you can just tell, you know, how, how he warms up, which they had cameras panned on him the entire time. You can tell that he, he's just, he just gets it. And this guy is also, uh, you know, he's got so much pressure on him from, you know, his time as well. And I think it might be a good thing that he's not in Vancouver or Toronto or Montreal or Calgary what am I getting, or Ottawa, <laughs> you know, what am I getting at? A Canadian market where people in the United States who aren't diehard hockey fans, they don't realize that when we call New York, Boston, etc., a fishbowl, that's basically what it is every day during a hockey season in those markets, in Canadian markets. It, the pressure is so huge. And, you know, oftentimes we'll hear people say, oh man, you know, like the Yankees in New York City. It's the same thing in Toronto. It might be worse in Toronto and Montreal and Vancouver. Like it's it's the sport, the time, the pressure, the everything, the stage, the I mean, think SEC football. <clears throat> you know, it's like that. So you can say what you want about well the Boston media, you're covering the Pats and you know what Bill Belichick has to put up with and the Red Sox and the Fishbowl and I mean, it's 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 exactly like that if not more trying to play in Canada. So I think you know because he's from North Vancouver, British Columbia, he knows how that works. I'm sure he still would have been able to handle it, of course. But I think it might be a good thing for him to kind of get out of Canada. You know, to play for a team on the state side. To play for an original six. To play for a team that is charging towards trying to get back to their Stanley Cup glory days with Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane and company. You know, maybe that's a good thing for Connor Bedard. And he's one of the greatest ice hockey pr uh, prospects of his generation. There's just no other way you know, to say it. And when you look at the numbers, what he put up, you know, look at the WHL season for, for, for crying out loud. I mean, he became the youngest player to score 50 or more goals in a season. 
Um, you know, we're talking about 100-point seasons. We're talking about, you know, future of hockey, hockey news, all these things that he's been anointed. So, uh, but he does look the part, and he looks early. I mean, look, he's he's short. He's 5'10", but he's 190. And so there is some size to him. Uh, he can get around. He's going to be able to find space. He's going to be a leader. He's great with the media. He's so skilled. And it adds to today's NHL where I don't think the league's ever been better. You've got youth, speed, size, skill. Uh, and Connor Bedard fits right into that. And I just cannot wait to watch this kid's career. I'm super excited. Really am. His shot's amazing. Um, you can put him on the power play. He's easy, easy to coach. I'm pumped. Connor Bedard, a couple of games in here. Just wanted to record a quick podcast from what I've seen. And uh, having that look, you know, like that Bryce Harper experience that I had in central New York. The ML Sports Platter with you here. It is all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our awesome friends over at Liverpool Physical Therapy. Hey, they got me back. Man, I dislocated my shoulder this summer. Freak accident by the pool. They got me back all summer long. Ben and the gang, I'm really thrilled, um, you know, to have gone there and share, uh, you know, my experience with you uh, from LPT. They're an amazing place. Old Liverpool Road. Make sure if you need physical therapy for whatever it is, man, post-op or just some aches and pains during the week, make sure you go with Liverpool Physical Therapy, the official physical therapy service of the ML Sports Platter, Pete and the gang owning the place and doing an amazing job. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to the Vincent Guerra Consulting Group, Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, St. Bonaventure University Online Master Programs, and CH Insurance in your corner every day, every way. Log on to chinsurance.cc and find out more about the Boost Program for local businesses. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. SU Sports are underway. Hi, this is Joe Convertino Jr. here at CH Insurance. In our new offices downtown, we have over our entryway, work like a champion. We all high-five it to remind us of what we're here to do for you. As an independent agent, we're seeking the right coverage at the right price to ensure the most well-rounded group benefits plan for your business and your team. As you review your group benefits this fall, let's talk. When it comes to group benefits, there is no off-season. CH Insurance, in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.